0: Okay, let's do it. <music> Hello, welcome to Catalyst Youth UK's podcast number four with me, Anthony.
1: And uh, me, Darren.
0: And uh yeah. Welcome, thanks for joining us again. If you if you haven't heard the Three beforehand, I think it'll be three beforehand at this point. Or is it four beforehand? Is this number five or four? This is
1: this is number five, I think. This is
0: number five. Oh well. Welcome to the fifth podcast. If you haven't heard the other ones, go back and listen to them. Um, they're all as mad as each other. Number one's quite long. If you want to skip the long one.
1: But number one's quite short. Well, number zero is quite short. Number
0: zero is. Zero. That's
1: actually number one, and then number (laughs) one that's actually number two, and then so
0: (laughs) so on. Um, but. For anyone that is joining us for the first time and you can't bother to go and listen to the other ones, Darren and I basically just talk about a random topic each week with the help of a random topic generator, um, just because we can.
1: Why not? No other um, reason to it, really. I think, you know, we, we've hit our max uh, listeners um, of like two a week. So yeah. somebody's listening. Huh? Welcome back, you two a week. And that's just probably just me and you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but last thing? week, Is that we are now on Google Play. We are. When you hear this, we would have been on Google Play probably a couple of weeks by the time this (laughs) is out. But we're on Google Play. Um, So if you're listening on Google Play, welcome as well. Hello. Hello. A special welcome to you on Google Play. Yes, all those Google listeners. (laughs) Anyway, um,
0: one of the things that we did say in our last podcast, um, which technically... Do you know what? We need to stop doing these in advance because technically that wouldn't be our last podcast. It'd probably be like three weeks ago. (laughs) Yeah. But we put a message out saying, um, to drop us an email at anthony at youth.org.uk or darren at uk, or you can go to our website at youth.org.uk and find our Facebook, Instagram and Twitter on there. But we said that we would love to be able to stop using the random topic generator just for a couple of weeks and to talk about topics which we've actually
1: been told uh, they want to be heard about. I mean, we um, can stop using it all together, really it would be great to be able to topics but after this topic that you're about to mention in a minute i think we're gonna have to stick to this random topic generator because this one is (laughs) i i I can't even describe well we were given
0: a topic this week and um for any if, if you have listened to our past ones you'll know that usually the topic is a question like uh, our last podcast, we talked about what piece of technology has been good for the world and what has been bad. Uh, this week, the topic which we have been asked to talk about is alligators. Alligators, alligators. That's it. Alligators. There's no question. Just alligators.
1: So, our snappy title this week is...
0: See you later, Alligator." <laughs>
1: Yeah, so thank you for that listener. Should we give that listener a shout out? Give him a shout out because your wife and she's mental. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. She's also a counselor, so she can counsel herself. Um, so thank you, Sarah, for um, this week's topic, uh, alligators.
0: And and by the time you listen to this, Sarah, hopefully, um, you won't be annoyed. That I called you mental. <laughs> yeah, watch out, mate. She's going to have you. Uh, <laughs> But um, so, so Darren and I were thinking about what what could we talk about uh, for alligators? And I want to start with a fact that I've just had pop up on my screen. Right? <laughs> number one on this list of alligator facts is alligators can get quite large.
1: Whoa. <laughs> that is number one on there the There you list. go, people. So if it ever comes up in that pub quiz... You know, what can alligators do? You can put down, they get quite large. But number two, oh, it
0: gets better. Number two, the origin of the name alligator. That's it. I think they forgot to add in what
1: the actual origin
0: is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so if you're still listening, thanks for sticking with us. Um, you know, this podcast has been going for uh, probably a couple of minutes now, and so if you're still with us, thank you. Um, but we ha we we said we could make a conversation over anything, so but I think this might be the limit because it's like <laughs> the only thing I could do is just give you like facts. And one thing that did jump up, so we we've both searched alligators on our um, on the internet to try and figure out what, what we could talk about. How can we link this in with anything else? Uh, we've decided we can't link it in with anything else, so we're just going to chuck out a load of facts and then. Yep. Move on to what we're going to talk about this week. Um, but one thing that jumped out at me was that an alligator can go through over 2,000 teeth in its lifetime. Nice. That was quite an interesting fact. Are people still with us? I
0: wonder at this point. I don't know. But do you know what will bring them back in? What's that? What does an alligator
1: feel like? An alligator. <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> Please, please, please stick with us. It gets better than this, I promise. Um, one of these things that I'm on this, uh, this website called wired.com, and it says 10 fun facts. Um, none of these seem to be fun to me. Um, but alligators can use tools. American, American alligators have been observed using lures, lures, lures to okay. hunt birds. They balance stick and branches on their heads, attracting birds looking for nesting material. And then... Really? I don't know. If if this website is true, then yes. Well, If anybody knows if that is true...
0: Do you know what? It wouldn't surprise me if they can use tools because uh, alligators can also play baseball. Half-time drink,
1: Gatorade... (laughs) I, I just have no comment anymore. Um,
0: <laughs> we said we could make a conversation about alligators. I feel like we're doing a pretty good
1: job. I, I mean, it's going really well. Um, yeah. <laughs> Should we move on, um, or would tonight. you like? Have you got any more facts you'd like to? Uh... Um, i was just literally going through these facts. I've not really read them all because I thought we'd just start this podcast and just be surprised. Yeah. Alligators have two kinds of walks. (laughs) Besides swimming, alligators walk, run, and crawl on land. They have a high walk and a low walk. The low walk is sprawling, while in the high walk, the alligator lifts its belly off the ground. We are so sorry if you're still listening. <laughs> oh,
0: um, I have a fact that I actually really like. It's not a joke, genuinely. A fact that it has just popped up is turtles sometimes hitch a ride on top of alligators.
1: How incredible is that? <laughs> that a turtle just hitches a ride. It's a bit like um, some fish will um, hook themselves onto sharks. Mm. And they will stay with sharks to get um, parasites off of the shark's body. But also pick up all the little bits of food that the shark misses. Misses they, you know, they've adapted themselves that well that they know that the shark can't eat everything, so they can yeah. get little bits of food. So they always, you know, swim near them. Okay. Swim. There you go. Random fact about sharks there as well. Wow. So we've gone from sharks to a tortoise or a turtle. to... um. Alligator. alligator. So. I mean,
0: I mean, you definitely did that backwards. We went alligator to turtle to sharks, but.
1: Yeah, right. my mind's blown by this <laughs> fact of alligators. Um, we won't talk about their sex, but we could. Alligator sex, as in not them having it, but them as a you know male or female. It's all to do with the temperature of the egg when it's been uh, when it's fertilized. If it's above ninety three degree, sorry, thirty four degrees Celsius, they will become males, and if they're at around about 30 degrees Celsius, they will become female. Wow. So, interesting fact. Yeah. maybe. I mean,
0: one of the things that we never really do on this podcast is, is bounce back between things we've said earlier. But earlier on, I, I um, said that I'd found the origin of the name alligator, but it didn't tell us any further. So I looked it up, and okay. the name alligator is probably a form of el legato, which is the Spanish term for the lizard.
1: long don't dramatic pause there don't, don't all don't all cheer at once <laughs> I can put a sound effect in there if you like
0: <laughs> no I wouldn't even bother <laughs> well um, do you know what that was fun and I'm uh, I know a lot more about alligators than I ever thought I'd do yeah thanks for that topic what, what,
1: what do you get mate if you cross an alligator with a giraffe I don't know Visit from the ethics committee with immediate withdrawal of your funding. (laughs) What? Uh, How does
0: alligator smell? Smell. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Right. Anyway, let's let's move away from alligators because I don't. I genuinely don't know if anyone will be listening anymore. If you are still listening, if you love alligators, if you'd like genuinely know good facts about them,
1: then please feel free to. Keep them to yourself. I didn't know I was going to say that. I didn't know what. Literally, I mean, alligators are not indigenous to this part of the world here in the United Kingdom. Uh, are they more America, aren't they? Is it like Mississippi way? Is that right about, about a second ago? Probably. Oh, that's the American alligator. Is there different alligators then? What's the difference, though, between an alligator and a crocodile? That's just a question. I actually don't know the answer. Oh. <laughs> um, I thought it was a joke. <laughs> no, what, what is the difference? Hang on, I'm just literally Spelling? typing away. Between... Um, it's an alligator. An alligator. And a crocodile. There you go, good English. <laughs> there we go. Uh... Alligators have a U-shaped faces that are wide and short, while crocodiles have a slender, almost V-shaped face. Wow.
0: You didn't know that? You probably still didn't want to. Anyway, um, we're not going to talk about alligators for this whole podcast. No, no, you haven't found any more facts. Don't click your fingers at me. Go on,
1: go on then. What Um, happens when an alligator drives a boat? i don't know he becomes a navigator (laughs) and that's the end of our alligator (laughs) and jokes um and thing is you know they're not even funny Uh, i mean one thing i must say that when i've gone on this website says upjoke.com and it says alligator jokes that's why i'm looking and it says this joke may contain profanity and you've got to click to say i'm over 18 there are a lot of jokes on here that you need to click to say you're over 18 Really. Yeah, I've not even clicked them. I'm just going to click one and see. Well, yeah, that's why I can see why that's over eighteen. Look out for our podcast released after nine pm. Over (laughs) eighteen. Yeah, I can see why they are now because they contain some swearing. Anyway, let's talk about something (laughs) we can actually, you know, make a whole conversation about rather than randomly searching, you know, the internet and (laughs) random jokes and facts and. So. That's fun, though. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, no,
0: but today we we do ha- actually have a genuine topic that we're going to talk about. And it's one that, again, uh, like last week where we talked about uh, music. Music last week? Yes. No. No, that was the one that came out last week. Oh, it's so confusing. Anyway, like <laughs> when we talked about music, we <laughs> last week. probably... Oh, technology technology we talked about last thing but like um when we talked about music in podcast number two we would love number three number was it nah it wasn't right guys we don't even know what we're doing anymore <laughs> anyway like in the podcast uh when we talked about music we asked you to comment or send us what music do you remember growing up with? What was your first album? What was your first single? The question which we're going to do today is also one which we would love to hear your answers um, because I'm just intrigued. I'm just intrigued as to why, what the reasons are and who they'd be. So our question today is if you could have a dinner party where you invited five people, dead or alive, who would the five people be and why? So that's a dinner party where we're inviting five people who are dead or alive. Dead or alive, who are the five, and why have you picked them? Wow! <laughs>
1: um,
0: I made that one up as well. I've heard it before. Uh, it wasn't actually one from the random topic generator today. One of the topics on there triggered my mind with this question, and I was like, "Oh, I am intrigued." Anthony got triggered. Got. Gotcha. <laughs> I always get triggered. Uh, so, cha- how do we want to do this? Do we want to do our five at once or
1: one at a time, take turns? Uh, let's do one at a time. Yeah, uh, and we'll take we'll take turns, and then because that would also give us time to think about the next one. Yeah, whilst the other person's talking. Otherwise, there's going to be lots of long pauses while we're thinking.
0: Okay. So, so if
1: it's your question. You get to go first.
0: I get to go first. That's okay. I I have a couple already, I think, in mind. Okay. Um so my first person uh is not around anymore. Um is Freddie Mercury. My reason yeah. being that I just think musically is genius. The songwriting he did, Bohemian Rhapsody, things like that. And I just love to to have a conversation with him, to see what he was like as a person, to hear in his mind, you hear all these stories about Freddie Mercury. And what also him. a movie came out recently, didn't it? It did, Bohemian Rhapsody, go and watch it. Um, but you hear all these stories about him, but it's also hard to tell one, what was really true? Like what, what what are interpretations people have come up with what true stories what have been exaggerated and it would just be great to sit down with him and see what he was like as a person but also to be able to say what made you write this what made you do that um so that's my number one what would yours be
1: um i would quite like to sit down with um what's his name Guy who, does, guy who does all the documentaries on... Um, David Attenborough. Yes. I mean, he's still with us,
0: just... In fact, you forgot his name. <laughs> I mean, learn it before the dinner party. That's yeah, I, I, I
1: would. Well, I you know, Dave. Dave! <laughs> Oi! Dave! <laughs> Dave! Um, I, I'd hope he'd let me call him... Yeah, he'd let me call him Dave, wouldn't he? Because he's at my dinner party, so we'd be like friends at that point, wouldn't we? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so David Attenbrook. So I think it would be, I mean, he has done so much in his lifetime um, for the environment and for animals. And, and it'd just be so interesting to talk to him about, you know, where, where are the best places on Earth that you've been and that you've explored? Yeah. Because, um, uh, I mean, I love his documentaries. I mean, I've watched loads. You know, I think this Blue Planet was one of his. Um, he I think he narrated that one more than was in it um uh it was just some absolutely amazing his documentaries and also mm. um they're quite cool because they're quite close to home for me here in somerset because they were produced by a company in bristol so um which is I just not know that. that yeah um yeah so i think i would have him at the dinner party because i think he would bring some amazing stories but what i'd also like to hear are things that have gone wrong oh yeah because you don't get to see that there's no like bloopers for um his programs because they're quite serious and about the animals and everything. Yeah. Um, best scene that I watched, I think it was the Blue Planet 2, possibly. I can't remember the exact one, but it was the lizards hatching and they had to run across the sand to get to where they needed to go. But it was like a death trap because it was full of snakes. Right. Um, I will try and, I mean, I can't even tell people where the link is. Go, go and Google it. Um, it's been shared quite a few times. And literally, I was sat in the living room and I was shouting at my TV for this lizard to make it, because so a lot of these lizards weren't. And I know, I mean, my wife—if you ever meet her—she's very, she doesn't like animals killing animals. She doesn't like, you know, the circle of life. You know, one feeds the other, or the, the, the whatever it's called. and um, um, So chain. she the what? Food chain. Yeah, the food chain—that's the word. Um, so she doesn't really like watching programs like that. But she was watching that one, and she was literally edging on this. <laughs> um, this lizard to get to where he needed to go. I think it was onto the rocks or something where the, these um, snakes couldn't go. But yeah, kind of absolutely amazing clip. And I think amazing guy And who's doing a lot to um, try and get people to wake up and um, sort out themselves when it comes to environment and the emissions that we're dishing out and that we need to change now. Don't be a Donald Trump and ignore climate change and say it's all a myth, especially when you're seeing what's happening at the moment when we're recording this. All those fires that are happening over on west, on the west coast of um, America, um, there's massive wildfires fires going on. That's just proof of climate change. It's happening, and if we do something now, we can leave a world for our children, but if we don't do something now, then there's no point in life really. went really deep there. As I was gonna say, hopefully you've stuck with us. <laughs> Sorry,
0: <laughs> I'm just I'm just writing mine down. No, it's a, it's an important topic though, and it's it's a good comment that you've made there. So, um, okay, so my second one would be Tim Burton, uh, the film director, film producer. Uh, he did things like Edward Scissorhands, not Night, um Nightmare Before Christmas, Alice in Wonderland, New Dumbo, and uh, I just I think he's he's mad, but again, like Freddie Mercury in a music way. Did, the genius in his head like what makes him think of these ideas it's it's so dark at times but also so creative um so I, i'd just love to have a conversation with him just to see what he's like as a guy as well Um uh, but he's he's one of those people i have every single tim burton film that he has produced or directed on dvd i have the whole collection um huge fan and it would just be amazing to sit down with him and say what gave you this image, what gave you that image. And uh
1: yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um my next one, okay, is um Prince Charles. Prince Charles. Yeah, the future king of our country. We have
0: some very different dinner parties going on.
1: We gotta have a bit of class. I mean I got you know, Sir David Attenborough. Yeah, and then I've got Prince Charles at the table. Yeah, um, they, they would get on well, so they're, they're linking together because they're both into the, what's happening in the climate and you know all that. Yeah, <laughs> sort of but um, I recently watched a documentary about the Duchy of Cornwall. Um, really boring. I'm sorry, guys, if you find this boring, but it, the Duchy of Cornwall um, is the the funding pot that um, funds the next person to become the monarch. So whoever's due to inherit the throne, that is their money pot, and that's what supports them and everything. And it's worth millions and billions of pounds. Um, And I saw another side of Prince Charles. I always thought he was a bit of a plonk before. Um, But actually, I saw a different side of him. And, um, yeah, my whole opinion of him has completely changed after watching that programme and how he really cares for all of the tenants of the Duchy of Cornwall. Yeah. Um he sends them Christmas gifts every year. Um this one guy on the Isles of Scilly, because they actually ho home own the whole of the Isle of Scilly. Okay. And um this guy who is a cobbler, that's the guy who does shoes, isn't it? Yes. Cobbler, yeah, a cobbler. And unfortunately his little shed that he works at, his little shop burnt down. He is a Duchy of Cornwall tenant. He was saying after he got his insurance money through and was trying to rebuild it. The um, Duchy of Cornwall or Prince Charles sent him a cheque for, I think it was £2,000 to help get him back on his feet again. Okay. How many landlords do you know if that happened? What yeah. Tenant like that. It's a, dig, yeah, it's a decent thing to do. Definitely. Yeah. And I think, do you know what? All of that, I think, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm all for the royal family. Um, so, yeah. Is, does that make me a royalist? Is that the word? Sure. Be a royalist if you'd like to be a royalist. So, yeah, I mean, I love the royal family um, and everything that they do and what they bring to this country. I know people moan about how much money is spent on them through our taxes. Um, But we also got to look at the amount of money that they bring into this country through those visiting and, you know, going to have a look around Buckingham Palace and Windsor Castle and everything else that they own and open up, like the royal stables and stuff like that so yeah so I would have Prince Charles and David Attenborough sat around the table so okay Anthony <laughs> excellent um I mean uh, I'm
0: struggling now because that, uh, there's, there's quite a few and it's, it's it's working out what the next three would be um I'm stuck between two okay so I'm stuck between Charles Dickens or William Shakespeare Ooh. um it's a it's a really tough one um, but I don't really want to pick both because it, in my head, I'm trying to get a mixture of people and I feel like they'd be quite similar. Um, but like, I'd love Charles Dickens just because the guy that invented the cliffhanger by literally having someone hanging by his nails on a cliff. Um, I think I'm going to have to go William Shakespeare though, uh, And okay. the reason I'd go for William Shakespeare is, did he write them? Oh, Did he write the plays? Uh and it would Do you not it think just, Well I don't know because there's that whole uh thing, isn't there? That it wasn't it wasn't his his plays. I'm just looking up what the guy what the guy's name is. But there's there's always that rumour of well, did William Shakespeare write all his plays or was someone else a ghostwriter and it was in his name? And I'm just trying to think. Christopher Marlowe, that's his name. So the story is that Christopher Marlowe was born the same year as Shakespeare, died around the same time as Shakespeare. Uh, No, but died around the same time that Shakespeare started writing his plays. So, and he was the best, he was England's best playwright until Shakespeare came along. Okay. So some, some say that Shakespeare actually took his unfinished
1: work and took it as his own are those same people that say that the earth is flat and that we didn't land on the moon N- ah, no that, that you know area 51 houses alien technology
0: no they're not because it technically doesn't count as a conspiracy theory okay because it's because they're saying it's a ghostwriter rather than Good plagiarism <laughs> but <laughs> but you don't know because of Christopher Marlowe uh, the way he died was apparently he was stabbed in a tavern and suddenly all his works were coming out
1: wow I didn't realise Poe was such a dangerous place in those days
0: so, so they're, saying, they're saying was his death choreographed but me personally is it
1: because he bit his thumb at him
0: what I didn't hear what you said
1: uh, is it because somebody bit their thumb at him isn't that insane from uh, Romeo and Juliet? Yes, it is. You yes, bite your is. thumb at me, sir. No, sir. I bite <laughs> my thumb at me. Sir.
0: Yeah. But, but for me personally, I don't believe that. It, even if, even if Christopher Marlowe wrote some of them, I think it's like things like Macbeth and, uh, um, Henry VIII is it Henry the He does two parts of. Yeah. I think it's like those ones that they think maybe okay. Shakespeare didn't write, um, but they they think he did write other things. I think you write them all because they're all similar styles. Yeah. Like, um, and Julius Caesar is one of the best bits of writing to ever come out. There you go. Thank you for sticking with us. So, <laughs> don't you talk. You just talked about the blooming Charles
1: Fund or whatever it's called. G.M. Cornwall. <laughs> so, for my third one, I am going to uh, choose George Lucas, uh, mainly so we can sit down and talk about Star Wars perfect you know because he didn't make the earlier ones because the technology wasn't around to do him justice so um, he waited and I thought that is really risky yeah when bringing out uh, what's it called is it it's not called a trilogy what's it called a saga saga of yeah so yeah so so he's yeah so I just think it's really risky to bring out like the near the end ones when you haven't done the first ones Mm -hmm. Um but it worked really you know sometimes you just got to take a risk and and they're still the best ones yeah you know i've got them all on dvd downstairs and i will gladly sit and watch actually when did i do it i think it was during lockdown i did all the movies back to back in um chronological Chronological. order or chronological order
0: because i did it at the same time we did it at the same time
1: yeah So, which was really cool. So, yeah, that would be my third guest at my dinner table. So, what about you? What would be your fourth? fourth. My fourth one would be uh, David Jason.
0: Oh, because David Jason. Oh, like only fools and horses, Um, open all hours. He was in porridge. Uh, He did touch frost, Buds of may. Like so much there. Uh, But he's not only done that. He he's done. He's done voice work as well. He's, he's, he's done presenting. He's done it all. And the other thing that I love.
1: Touch of Frost.
0: I said a touch of Frost.
1: Did you say a touch of Frost? Yeah. Bf, voice of BFG.
0: Yeah, there he, you go. We... Uh, but the other thing that I love, and I would love to talk to Dave Jason about, is he worked with three of the members of Monty Python before they became Monty Python. Mm. And they quit. Uh, the show that David Jason was on with them to go and become Monty Python. Uh, and I'd just love to him chat about how that all felt uh, with that all happening, because I know he touched on it in a documentary he did on gold and he chatted to Michael Palin about it. And it was uh, Michael Palin, Terry Jones, and Eric Idle were the three who were on the show with him. And I just love to know how that all went down, what his reaction was, how he felt. And, and basically, what happened next?
1: I mean, I quite like, I um, started reading one of his books. I can't remember which one it is now. And it starts off with him um, saying about, uh, he was on holiday, diving, I think it was. And he thought he was going to die uh, because he got swept away, I think it was, and was stuck on a rock. Yeah. And they had to search, for, the boat had to search for him. Um And then just hearing about his, you know, his life—that you know he was an electrician, wasn't he? Yeah. Started his life off as an electrician in London, which was like okay. And then um, you know, and I watched a documentary on him. I think it was like something like trains, planes, and automobiles. I think it was called. That's the one. And then I was like, he was like, yeah. Well, I have got my um, pilot's license, so he can fly helicopters. I was like, what? He's he's done so much. He's done so, and the the fact that the reason he got
0: into acting was because he wasn't afraid to throw himself about so people liked that and they liked that slapstick side and then you look at it in future years and he does that incredible scene that i think has been voted comedy's greatest scene for the last like five years running is Batman. del boy oh. through the bar oh del boy through the bar oh, okay yeah, del boy falling through the bar and that's what got him originally acting. was all this stuff that he's not afraid to throw himself about. And it's just amazing. I love David Jason.
1: He has yeah. a new book coming out in October. There you go. Shameless plug there for the <laughs> book. Um, so if David Jason, if you are listening, um, you know, feel free to spot fan. Uh, how cool it would it be if we could get someone we could actually interview somebody?
0: Uh, honestly, the issue is though, if we did interview someone like David Jason, you'd have to lead it
1: because you couldn't get your words out I'd,
0: I'd be starstruck <laughs> and I'd have the problem is every time I'd be like I just ramble like this
1: <laughs> cool uh, well next. let's move on to my next one um number four number four for me is um and I'm um, you're gonna say sad now but I, it, Moses from the bible okay just that silence before. <laughs> I was like, I thought you because what you've done before is
0: you said the name and you went straight on to the uh, um, I, I was, just waiting, I was <laughs> waiting
1: for your reaction, um, oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, Moses, I think you know, what a guy, um, either him or John the Baptist, one or the other. Um, uh, John the Baptist would be cool, yeah, one, one of those two, but I think Moses, because he had so much patience for the Israelites, <laughs> literally, so much patience, you know, um going, standing up to the um, Egyptian pharaoh, that's the word no. I was <laughs> Um and, you know, being a nobody and standing up to the Egyptian pharaoh and then setting, getting them to set all the people free uh, with the help of God and all the plagues and everything that happened. But then yeah. walking in the wilderness, I mean, just standing at that first point, I mean, you could probably get the, get to grips with all the plagues and everything that came around. It was like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. But when you get to the water and he parted the seas, yeah for them to walk through what a sight that must have been and just to talk to him about how he was feeling at that point um you know and then to be walking around for 40 years i think it was in the wilderness with all these people that kept on moaning how did you cope? I mean, I know you went up to, you know, speak to God for a few times and I think there's bits left out of the Bible where he's probably just saying to God, are you seriously wanting me to take this lot? (laughs) Because they have been moaning and groaning since the (laughs) day we left Egypt. (laughs) You know, and I think it would be a really interesting, um, you know, conversation and just to hear his experience. And yeah, I think it'd be really cool. So yeah, so mine would, that would be Moses for me next. So, Number five for you.
0: Well, this is tough because it's now, it's now got down to the point where I've only got one space left. and uh, there, is...
1: there is other dinner parties uh, on another day, so don't panic.
0: Yeah, but like, uh, I mean, honourable mentions. Stanley was very close to making the cut. Um, <laughs> I have to do the honourable mentions. It's, it's the way it works, isn't it? You always do things like this on a list.
1: Yeah, if you want.
0: No, no, okay. I don't think they really
1: care because they're dead.
0: I mean, I mean,
1: uh, uh, whoa, okay. Well, not all of them. Well, no, some, some.
0: Okay, well, I think my last one would be, uh, and it's, it might be a controversial one, um, dependent on how people feel about him, because I know there are some people that really don't don't like him, but for me, I feel like you could have some really cool conversations. Very knowledgeable guy. Um, knows a lot of stuff. Also very clever and also very funny. Tim Minchin. Okay. would be my fifth at a dinner party. Um, just because he's he's one of those guys that you listen to him interview uh, listen to him in interviews and especially listening to him he did a what are they called when they're invited to talk at university.
1: What's that called? Uh, I think- um, guess the one uh, no, they're not, um, yeah, the ones that give that, um, the speech, an inspiring speaker, yeah,
0: so yeah. something like that. But he did one of them. And if I was at university at a time and not knowing what to go on to next, if I heard his speech, actually, it would have really inspired me to to work towards what I wanted to do. And I just feel like he has this ability to, to encourage people to do what they want to do. I know there's a lot of views where he'll say things and sometimes you go, oh, wow. Um, but there's also things where he says it and you go, actually, he makes a very good point. He said there what everyone's thinking. Mm. Um, and it's just finding that balance in it where he does it in a respectful way. Unless you go to one of his stand-up shows, which in that case, he's out to make people laugh and offend people. But that's what a stand-up show does. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. you can't
1: go to a stand-up show and not be offended by some things, you know. Yeah.
0: But what I love is he's always – because I follow him on Twitter and I've seen him in interviews, he's always happy to chat to people. He never cuts someone down. He'll Mm. always say, okay, that's cool. Here's my view. What do you think of that? Here's my view. What do you think of that? I mean, I
1: I watched him in an interview and he's talking about his – was it an interview? I can't remember now. Um, But talking about his kids Mm. and about that he just wants his kids to do whatever they want to do. He's not expecting them to be a big musician – like he has been, you know, when I mean, he wrote yeah. Matilda and um, starred in, I think it was Jesus Christ Superstar. He did, yeah. Um, and loads of other stuff. I mean, the guy is phenomenal. You know, he has worked really hard to do what he does to get to where he is. Um, but his philosophy for his child is just, they, he just wants them just to be who they want to be.
0: Yeah.
1: He's got no high expectation of them being uh, like a big star like he is.
0: Yeah.
1: And doing, you know, massively well, you know, celebrity wise, he would be completely happy if his child had ended up being just a gardener, yeah box standard garden, um which I think for a celebrity that that's really um oh, what's the word humble, humble, yeah, yeah, yeah I and it's like, like, I know a lot of celebrities will like push yeah. their children to go in that same way as well, yeah, actually, it...
0: you know he's he's all he's all about family i know we me and georgia saw him live back in november and he was talking about how they moved to la um because he had all this big stuff going on and actually it was obvious his family weren't happy so they moved back to australia mm. and that's great because he could have done loads in la like he could have he could have gone on from there but he didn't because he wanted to keep his family happy and he's he it was all about that and i just i just love that mentality in someone um so that would be why he'd be my final person at a dinner party Um. It was tough between him and Eric Idle. i tell you that. Tough.
1: Okay. What would yours be? Um, I think my final one... i um, just trying to see. <laughs> looking on your bookshelf. I was looking at my bookshelf <laughs> to see if there's any authors that yeah. I'd want. Um, can I have three for my final? Can you... So, hang on. Yeah, hang but on. the... the, the, the top... I just sat there. Okay, oh, guys. Uh, the top, uh, which Top Gear guys? Uh, the, the, uh, the Richard Hammond, um, Jeremy Clarkson, and James May.
0: Interesting. No, they're not
1: Top Gear guys now. what are they now? Um, Grand Tour. The Grand Tour guys. Okay. Because I think them sat at the table with Moses, Prince Charles, and David Attenborough, I'm in for a really good night. Yeah. Um, but if I had to choose, choose just one, I would probably go for Richard Hammond out of those three. I think I I I'd, I'd do James Richard Hammond May. Or James May James May would be would go on really well with David Attenborough <laughs> I mean, they they know loads of knowledge between them <laughs> um I think Jeremy Clarkson would just get on everybody's nerves yeah he'd be the one that I wouldn't invite him. um but Richard Hammond I mean I'd love to talk to him about um his near death experiences yes he's had whilst filming um I think it'd just be amazing to talk to him. And I think he's quite a um, short guy. (laughs) But I think he's quite, compared to the other two, I think he'd be quite down to earth, he comes across as to me.
0: Yeah, he's almost in it as a... I don't know, it's very obvious that all the time he's enjoying what he's doing. Yeah. Whereas Clarkson always strikes me as he was the presenter. And James May was the guy with the knowledge. Whereas Hammond was there because he he enjoyed it. And yeah, so nice. Well,
1: that's my my five.
0: So uh, to conclude, my five were Freddie Mercury. (laughs) I've already forgotten who I said second. Mine were Freddie Mercury, William Shakespeare, David Jason, Tim Minchin. And
1: Tim Burton. And mine were david attenborough prince charles um george lucas moses and richard hammond well we have very different looking dinner
0: tables Mm -hmm. um but we would love to hear what your five were we uh, or are and we'd love to hear your reasons behind it because it's an interesting conversation to have is
1: i want to chuck in one more in there before we say our goodbyes and everything Uh, Just for a laugh, really. Uh, I went online to see what other people's choices were. it's quite interesting to see people choose. I mean, there are loads of people in um, the world and have been, you know, Mm. in the past. And it'd be quite interesting what other people's thoughts are. But this one person on this uh, website that I won't name, uh, they've gone for their five, okay? Being the first one is Gandhi. Right. Obama. Okay. uh, Previous uh, president of the United States. Hitler. Okay, wow. This was written 11 years ago, okay? Because it shows yeah. where, you know, Tony Blair. Yeah. And Bin Laden. Wow. And in brackets, if available. <laughs> if available. <laughs> so
0: wow. i thinking,
1: was that uh, before he was killed? Yeah, 11 years ago. So, yeah. So uh, if he wasn't too busy um, organising terrorist attacks, if he's available, if he could come along to... Wow. Um, so you've got two people. I don't know. Gandhi is, is quite a peaceful person, isn't he? He's, he's all about peace and all that. Malar. Yeah. Um, Obama was still around. He had to sort out the... Um, just Afghan an all-round. Afghan wreckage. Yeah, yeah yep. just an all-round sound guy. Yeah. Brilliant guy and his wife. Yeah. Um, Hitler. I mean... Comment. Yep. Uh, I mean... Amazing speaker. I mean, for somebody that could go to a university and inspire people. I mean, he, should, had the gift, he had the gift of the gab. I mean, you should have started with not, no comment. Well, no, <laughs> I mean, he had the gift of the I mean, he inspired a whole country to get behind him, yeah. to attack other countries. And it, there's not many people that could actually do that. Um, absolute nut job, though. Um, great great the, artist. Apparently so. Um, uh, I was watching a documentary the other day going, way off track now um quickly chuck it in of uh, a person who claims to be hitler's sister-in-law right um yeah and it's on one of the history channels i need to go and watch it properly i only just saw a clip of it and how she talks about how when he used to come over for dinner and things like that very weird they don't think she's telling the truth um tony blair quite frankly i thought he was a bit of a plonk anyway when he was prime minister um still is as far as i'm aware and bin laden well have no words for that guy. I just think it will be a very hostile dinner table.
0: Yeah. It's an that's an interesting lineup, but each their own, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean um, we've got other ones on here. Um we've got Obama, Nicole, something Prophet Muhammad Leonardo da Vinci and Winston Churchill. I'd like to just
0: clarify that we would love to see yours. Darren won't rip into them like he is into these oh, ones no, no, he's finding alive.
1: <laughs> Oh, look at this. Daniel Craig, Hugh Jackman, Bruce Willis, Christian Bell, and Miles Davis. Now there's a lineup up. But... I have a few drinks on there. Well, we need to call we need to call right. this right. off. Before we, we are... call, before we say our goodbyes, yeah. this last one, do not put in the comments what this person does or has done and gone, my mum, my dad, my boyfriend, my brother, my sister. Yeah, I don't want to see
0: any of that. We don't care that, about that. Do you know what? I scrap what I said. If you comment with that we will rip into you.
1: We, we we will hunt you down. Yeah. We will find you. Yeah.
0: Anyway, thanks for joining us on this light note. Um if you want to comment about well, I don't even know if you can comment where you find you, podcasts. You can't
1: you can't comment on our podcast. Why are we if saying you want to po- comment on our podcast, you can send us an email. You can contact myself which is Darren at uh dot. I UK. mean if you just let me continue instead
0: of interrupting you wouldn't hesitate there, but okay. <laughs>
1: Or you can contact Anthony, Anthony at catalystyouth.org.uk or you can contact both of us at info at You can also visit our website at www.catalystyouth.org.uk and don't forget that every week we do a blog which you can see on our website. Just stick on a forward slash blog and they will all come up. We have just written our 30th blog. It was a deep one, and I apologise now. But by the time you hear this, we'll probably be on number 32. Um, So anyway, go and have a read of our blogs. Anthony? I haven't got anything to say anymore. Uh, What I was going to say
0: was... Uh, but Darren did all the email addresses, but your best one to email us on is info at because we both receive them and we can yes. both see that um, unless it is something in particular that you really want to send to either one of us, in which case use our personal ones. But it's been great that you've joined us again. We hope you've enjoyed it. And um, yeah, we uh, you can't comment on podcasts. It, ignore us when we say comment. It's just we're so used to doing YouTube
1: videos that you, you have to. Um, go on. Leave a, leave a review. I mean, I think you can do that on podcast. You can actually write a review or give us some stars. So if you enjoy this podcast, go and give us like five stars. I mean, we've, already, we've, we've had one review already, which came through, which is really, really cool. Have um, we? We had a five-star review. Oh,
0: well, I'm glad that I get Chinese. I, I gave ourselves a five-star
1: review. Oh, you did it. <laughs> on Apple on Apple. Oh great. Oh great. Well there you It'd go. It'd be then. really cool if you can us and if you've got any questions or anything as well that you want us to um answer or talk about, you know, yeah. um, we're happy to do that. Um, yeah, yeah or if you just want to get in contact with us to find out, you know, what we actually do for a living. Yeah. Um, you know what catalyst is all about or if you want to get involved in Catalyst or yeah. um, you've got any ideas what Catalyst can do in the future. Currently we're still in a lockdown. We've just gone into another lockdown of no more than six people allowed in your home or in a gathering um so we've got plenty of time on our hands at the moment and it looks like we will do for the next few months at this rate Mm -hmm. um so yeah just send us a message we'd love to talk to you um if you want to join us on a podcast oh please do um let us know and we'll um you know we, we link up via zoom so um because Anthony's over one side of the country and I'm over the other so it'll be easy to add somebody else in it'd be really cool if you want to join in with a podcast one one week we'll make you know, it we happy with that um whether you're young old or in the middle in between yeah anyway uh that's it we're, we're gonna go now because um I really need a drink um and um I think we're gonna go play some Fortnite. aren't we going play some Fortnite? Sure, why not? Okay, we're gonna we're gonna go play some Fortnite. So it's uh, goodbye from him, and it's goodbye from him. We'll see you soon. Take care. Bye bye.